hello, Mr. Shea. What's happening, man? Uh, how's it going? <laughs> Just finished a little workout, you know? Uh, and uh, so how many days do you crush out a workout? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You jumped in on me a little too fast. I want to introduce you before we start chatting okay, and, okay, and okay. tell you everything. All right, so good morning, everybody. We started a little early because we couldn't expect anything less than uh, than having a chat with Mr. Shea Emery this morning. But today, my guest is nothing less but an extraordinary fellow. Um, I, I'm proud to call him a friend. A former Canadian football linebacker who played eight seasons in the CFL founder and CEO of the Wellman Project, a men's adventure club which aims to empower men to take initiative in their own mental awareness. Uh, he played for the Montreal Alouettes. My dad was a big fan. And he was an all-star in 2012 with a career-high 87 tackles. So you like to hit people. For a living. For a living. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you're, so, but, then, but then when I go back into your story a little bit, it says that as a kid you were bullied, and yet you are this big guy that I wouldn't want to bully. So how, how did that ever happen? I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. You can see the math there in the writing on the wall where basically, um, you know, when you have these experiences as a young kid, they really, uh, they set you on a path in life. And I really wanted to make sure that, you know, those experiences that I had as a kid, um, I could always feel empowered and I could always feel comfortable in my own skin. And, and really uh, going towards things that were uncomfortable, you know, stepping on the lines of an arena like a football field uh, or out into the wilderness in your regard yep. is, uh, is really what gives you your, your sense of self. And um, I'm sorry there. And and really that's where I was able to ventilate. I was able to establish myself as, a, you know, a, a force in my community. And then, yep. uh, you know, so, so one, on and one... so forth. One morning, uh, basically, you went, or one year, you went back to school, and suddenly the kids are like, "Oh, I am not going to bully this fellow. He's he stands his ground. He's got presence." Or, or was it a transformative time over years to get to that point? Yeah, well, I mean, when you're in high school, obviously, those kids that are five years older than you and hundred pounds heavier, and yeah. uh, and uh, I went to an all boys private school, which was. Football was the name of the game, football, basketball, and everything else. And uh, Right, lots of adrenaline. Yeah, and so I just figured uh, I'm going to do what everyone else is doing. And my family was a football family. I kind of always knew that I was going to be playing the game. And right. um, just went down that path and was able to take my athletic stature, which was, I've always been bigger and faster and, and, and you know, Yep. <laughs> better, bigger, better. faster, stronger, better, uh, longer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then, um, you know, was able to find my way through the, the mud. And, yeah. How, uh, get, how, yeah. How old were you when you started playing football? Like playing uh, professionally, sorry. Uh, professional football, I was uh, 22 when I played in my first game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I finished when I was about 28, 29. And what what made you stop after eight years of of crushing people? Yeah, well, I was very very fortunate throughout my career to uh, have my skeletal system all in, intact. I only broke one small bone in my wrist. Uh, the, the, my only surgery in my whole career of playing football oh, wow. and sports. Yeah, but uh, you know I, what that means is I was I was always on the field and I was always playing. Played in over thirteen thousand professional football plays. Uh, and my job was to hit people for a living. And when I started playing football uh, in, at middle linebacker on defense, uh, they basically told you to take the top of your head and smash it into the, the big guys in front of you. And so I did that very well. Uh, <laughs> and my career was basically 
I called it um, after about you know 20 to 30 concussions and really just having a, a situation where I was already a father and yeah. I knew that I needed to take a step away from the game to you know uh, mind my health and my well-being and most importantly my demeanor and the way that I carry myself and it's been a battle ever since. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know we're rolling with the punches and trying to get through this thing well, uh, called life. I'd say I'd say more than rolling with them. You've got uh, the Wellman Group, which I think uh, are. When's the next event? Are you planning one anytime soon? Yeah. Well, we just hosted a, an experience here at the Whistler Racket Club in Whistler, BC. Okay. Uh, for Bell Let's Talk Day, we had about uh, fifty kids. Uh, they're all you know kids. I, I say like twenty to thirty year olds. Yeah. Uh, Bell is. That- uh, you know, obviously, uh, Bell Let's Talk is a kind of like a mental health campaign, and I've been an amb- ambassador for the program for about uh, 10 years. Right. And so we hosted an afternoon here with, you know, axe throwing and snowball fights and fire building and, uh, and a nice panel with some of the uh, mental health service providers from the community. And, so, yeah. so Wellman is a concept where you bring men together um, to, to do activities, to do sports, um, to really get out of their comfort zone, perhaps. Um, but with the whole concept of it's important to talk about mental health, don't be too macho about not being able to talk, things like that. Is yeah. that the, the whole idea? Yeah. So the premise was at first to be a mental health service. Yeah. And when you, even when you say that and you talk about expression and talk about well-being, uh, you know, for a lot of men, it just scares them and they run away or they put up a barrier to deflect. Yep. And yep. so I noticed that early on. And then after that, what I did is I rearticulated as a men's adventure club uh, to ventilate, to communicate about your human experience and figure out a healthy way to, you know, you know, go about your biz. Right. And just right, like, yeah. really articulate it as like a, a men's group that's like cool and outdoors and edgy and all that. And language is so key. And so yep. it's really become a platform for me to connect uh, the concept of health and well-being with I, men that are, you know, have those barriers up. I, I think it's you're like this awesome oxymoron in a way because I I see this big guy with a beard and shaved head. I don't know if it's uh, by choice, but a shaved head, big, big guy giant muscles and you would never think but he's the most sensitive man <laughs> so I, I don't know but I, I think that's amazing because it brings uh you know for for men we've always been shown that whole macho thing of don't don't talk about your feelings don't uh you're too manly for that don't cry and uh and I think it's really neat that that you give off that feeling of yeah it's totally okay to to talk to cry to to be uh vulnerable and uh man even I feel it like when I talk to you I feel good man That's good. That's good. you know it's been uh it's been an interesting um evolution for me in this conversation bro where like you know I I really tried to go down this path and empower men and then I also have this like deeply ingrained sense of uh of like of like um you know power that comes from alpha power that comes from exertion and from from getting out and and really like getting in touch with like the the hyper masculine like aspect of like human beings yeah and you know that's like what, axe throwing <laughs> you know, yes but you know in all transparency like just about like physical exertion and like pushing yourself and and really like going to the limit of of what's possible and yeah. uh, and I feel like I like at times I lose touch with it and mm-hmm. it scares me because I'm like well who the fuck 
Can I swear on this? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You be you, man. Be yeah, you. It's like, who the fuck am I? Like, what, yeah. what is this all about? And uh, and really what it comes down to for me is like, uh, like at first I really like I lost myself because I wasn't working out. I wasn't lifting weights. I wasn't like, you know, doing that physical exertion stuff. And I went on, the, I went like full other is side this, of the spectrum. This, this is, is after football? Yeah, this is maybe like, yeah, like six years ago. Yeah. And I was like just doing yoga and meditation and clean and all these things. And I was like, all that stuff is cool. But I was doing this, uh, this leadership retreat called brew, Mm -hmm. uh, with, uh, Dev's dad, Dev's mom. And we were, and the one thing we did this, like, uh, considerations. And one of the guys, and we, we had talked about this, this dichotomy that I was experiencing. And he was basically like, you, need to consider, you know, leaning into the alpha, you know, leaning yeah. into who you are. And, right. you know, I was trying right. not to be uh, barrier building and to like segregate against this other aspect of this other spectrum of, of male human but beings. It's a, but it's a core to what we are. It, like, like it's and nature. it's who I am. Yeah, yeah, right? totally. And it's who yeah. I want to talk to because those are the guys that want to have those, that don't even know that they need to have those conversations right. or that they need to like reflect in that way. And... And that's really where, that's really where I've, I've come to understand that like, you know, for instance, this event we did on uh, Monday, it was for Bell Let's Talk Day, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. and we literally did a guerrilla mental health conversation for all these 20 year olds that just came to the racket club to party. Yeah. And I invited a couple of uh, mental health practitioners from town and I was like, turn the DJ off. I was like, Hey, this is what's up. This is who I am. Welcome here to play. Let's all have some fun. Like. This is this is the deal for the Rat Club. This is this is our vision, and yeah. the real reason why I'm standing up here today is because X, Y, and Z, mental health, this, that, and the other thing, these services, blah, blah, blah. And like one guy was like, you know, I didn't really appreciate you like coming and telling us about this stuff. And I was like, yeah, but your friend over here, the guy that's sitting next to you, he just yeah. came up and told me that one of his friends took his life and he really appreciated the support that he didn't even know existed in town that he was been searching for. I'm not yeah. talking to you. I'm talking to them. And yeah, for if sure. you're the guy that's saying that, I'm definitely talking to you. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe so, you should listen more. <laughs> yeah, and so that's kind of where it all kind of comes to, together is that, uh, you know, uh, during the pandemic, you know, my business was heavily affected by, you know, the, the lack of people coming together to break bread and to commune. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, you know, being able to get in front of people. I hadn't been on stage in like, bro, like two and a half years. And yeah, and you. So, so you are also like I know this, but uh, for the listeners, you're also a public speaker. Uh, you're used to being on stage, and I find it interesting that earlier on you're you're saying like, oh, I had to overcome these insecurities of like being on stage. I'm like, dude, the guy has a presence on stage. <laughs> yeah, and like, so, yeah. Even even when I was up there, I was like, yeah, and these kids are like, oh, I didn't really expect it. You know, like you have all these thoughts and things in your head, and I was just like, bro, just like go up and just tell your story and be yourself. And yeah, you know, like I hadn't even like my stuff. There's like. 10 of 10 staff members and no one even knew that I did public speaking. And then the next day, like a couple of members came in like, did you guys know Shay did public speaking? I've been here for two years and I haven't had the courage to be like, Oh, like, you know, I kind of got my legs chopped off at the beginning of the pandemic with all this, you know, business. And I just kind of was like, you know, the cracks were too big for me to put any pressure on them to stand up. And, and that's okay. And, you know, you got, I've you got it, confidence back, and you and you you crawled out, and you're you're doing super well with with the racket club, and uh, 
I, I'm, I'm just proud of you, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, you know, I, you know, we've had, obviously, you and I have had very, very deep conversations, and I can see that Shireen is listening in. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be very kind. But uh, no, I'm just joking. Um, but you know, we've uh, we've both kind of been through our own situations and how this, and everyone has how this yep. pandemic has affected their, you know, their personal life and their and their business life and and their their psyche and everything. Yep. And uh, and for me, it was just like I lost my mojo. And yep. uh, you know, luckily, I have a very supportive system in my life, from my family to my kids to to Dev. And, oh yeah, yeah. On on that on that. Uh tangent you're a super dad like this is a guy that that uh my wife and i would be walking around the village and before we had two kids and he would be like single-handedly like just ones you know holding one from the top of the jacket while it's being saved from running in front of a car while the other one is in his arms eating an ice cream and at the same time opening the door of the car with his left foot and yeah. drinking an espresso. <laughs> I'm probably sending a billion emails. Yeah, yeah. No, I, and we always... We always saw you, yeah, and your your presence as his dad is is actually really cool because your demeanor is so chill. Uh, you know, you see so many parents that in a similar uh, two kid scenario, overwhelmed, are like going berserk. And I, we always looked at you, and we're like, man, that guy's a super dad. <laughs> so, Thanks, but, it. And yeah, don't don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Like, you know, I have my own issues with energy levels and 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 trying to you know, manage the way that I communicate with my children who are now talking back to me and telling me no <laughs> and looking me in the square in the face. I'm like, bro, what are you going to do, man? Yeah. And, and now my kids are taking jujitsu, so I'm having to listen to how that works. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but what I was going to say is really, you know, I've, I've really, um, during the pandemic, like, I folded. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a very difficult time. And it, ha- it still continues to be difficult with a, a companies that uh, – that are, you know, community-based and, and really about bringing people together and all the yep. restrictions that we have here in BC, Canada. But, uh, you know, I've been very grateful to to my my community uh, to be the, that has been there for, for me, like my business partners yep. here in Whistler, in Vancouver, uh, you know, Devin and the kids and all of my family and really just like, you know, just me being able to kind of be frank with them, be like, this is where I'm at, you know, I need help yep. in this in this regard. And, uh, you know, this is where I'm headed and this is my plan. And, uh, you know, I've had to readjust that plan and readjust my energy and, you know, hit the reset button like four or five, like major times during this pandemic. And, uh, you know, like you said, the racket club is going really, really well. Um, you know, we've, we're, we're, we've basically created like a, like the raddest social club you could imagine. Uh, uh, wait, wait, during... sorry. Do you have uh, snowball fights there? I want to get there, bro. So we we basically have um, a car. Like last night, we legit did uh, the Whistler Pride. Uh, it was called Snow Snowmageddon, and it was oh. a it was a Pride uh, Winter Carnival. Okay, so it was kind of the culmination of like community and like that like the the welcoming of everyone. And we have a snowball fight experience called Avalanche, which yeah. is basically paintball but with snowballs. Which is your and brainchild. This is my this is my life. Okay, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've I've like basically taken all the different games that you see on like 
TikTok and Instagram or whatever and like put them together and like all these like little P games from a kid from dodgeball to the gauntlet to capture the flag to we have a slingshot. Everyone wears paintball helmets and, go and goggles and everything. And uh, you legit get to go through 10 different games and it's two teams. And uh, we have a kid's birthday party this afternoon. Uh, we also have an axe throwing range uh, where we do staff parties where we throw snowballs at. We have a full bonfire feast called Winter Splinter, which, you know, we cook like mulled wine and soups and roasted vegetables on the fire. I, I've, I've seen fire making competitions at yes, some point. Yeah, yeah, we do that as well. <laughs> and this, you know, in all transparency, this all started from Wellman. All these men's adventures were where right. I would iterate these concepts and had the opportunity to come and pitch this idea for the Snowball Fight Club to... Uh, to the management of the racket club and then long story short there was a little bit of a changing of the the guard and my business partners and i uh created a new operating company and took over the business yep. we also have three indoor tennis courts darts foosball table tennis we have 100 sets of roller skates we have a kids camp uh that does mountain biking and you know I, my my kid spent 120 days i think last summer at that kids camp <laughs> yes, 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 uh, as did mine and, yes uh, and well, you know we, we have a lawn bowling experience. We got everything, right? It's and it's really just like centered around food and music and family and fun. And it's really just come coming together around all those values. And it's been uh, uh, it's been quite the the journey because we went from fifty members to now almost five hundred members during amazing. The well, I, you know, you were talking about leaning back on on community, and yet at the same time you are like part of the head of the community uh, with with a, a place like this because you've got 500 members that come to a place to relax, to, to do sports, to meet other people, to chat with their friends, to have a beer, to, to eat, and all of these things, uh, you know, you're you're the head of it to, to be bringing that. So, so it's kind of like you're playing a double role while at the same time you lean back, others are leaning on you. And I, I know that all these you know, we look at 20 year olds now, and I think you mentioned it earlier as like, oh, uh, the young, the kids, right? <laughs> and, and really, they are kids. And when I, you know, I'm 39. Um, and to me, I, I now know that when I was 20, I was just a kid. <laughs> 100%, yeah. And, and they really, at this age, they really look up uh, to people our age that are mentors and that are uh, trying to give them uh, a direction or a step up or just a helping hand or uh, in life. And I think that it's, uh, it's really neat that not only are you uh, like this head figure mentor for uh, all these 20 year olds that work as staff and that come for the events. Cause I've been there when I went for dodgeball. I'm like, where the hell did these like 30, 20 year olds come from? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So, so I, I think it's really neat that, that, that you're, you play both roles in the community. One uh, of the mentor to these kids. And on top of that, uh, you've created such a cool concept with your partners for, for community to go with. And, and I'm excited to, to hopefully that this, this continues for a long time to come because, uh, even the food looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been, uh, you know, like I talked about earlier about like, you know, kind of like building that foundation to stand back up is, uh, you know, I was, I was, and you'll, you, I mean, you follow me on Instagram and oh, yeah. like, I, I kind of like go through these phases of like, okay, I'm going to tell people about what I'm doing and then I'm not going to tell. And then I'm not gonna tell people. And now I just said like I was just so scared of like 
kind of telling people like, hey, we're doing like really cool shit right now. And like yeah. we have like a great menu and like we have really cool activities and like we want everyone to come right now and we don't care about the rules. And like we just want people to come. If you want to have friends and family that want to hang out together, you can come hang out with I, us. I had my kid's birthday party there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you could book the space for that. Legit. And uh, and I think the thing that you mentioned earlier is like is I I have like gotten to this point where i know that there are these young staff that are maybe going to work here for six months maybe two months maybe a year maybe we're going to be lifelong friends Mm -hmm. and i you know the thing i say in every interview or like every like review uh, like uh you know performance review is like what do you like why are you here like you know i know you want a job but like we're interacting for a specific reason and yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, I just need you to make snowballs for the next six months. Like, I want to provide you with an opportunity to one-up your life and or 10-up your life or what have you. I just need you to, to feel like you're in a position to progress here. I don't yeah. want you to just come in and party your face off, show up hungover, and X, Y, and Z. Like, do you, like, you want to be a real estate agent? Cool. Let's host the night for you, right? Yeah. You want to do it? You know, you want to be a teacher? Okay, why don't you lead this class every Wednesday for these kids in the afternoon? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm really yeah. just trying to provide an opportunity for growth uh, yeah. and for community and to, to really forward their careers and their lives because I, it's just like, you know, it. I've been doing this for about 10 years and I've, like, interacted with so many individuals for, like, one night or, like, yeah. two months. And I'm like, I want to provide everything I can um, at, while I can, uh, for these people, these community, these community members. And, uh, you know, that's really been an essence of what we're doing. And, you know, my business partner, Jamie always talked about that as well. He's like initiative. We want to see initiative. And yeah. my, my perspective is like, we want to provide inspiration to initiate, like yeah. go, right. Do your thing. And like, we, you know, we'll split the, you know, you want to do a big event, go for it. Like you got a big, you got a band that wants to play, come on in. Like, yeah. And, uh, you know, really, um, that's been the most fun is really just trying to have those conversations and seeing what people can do. And, uh, well, you're, you're being a big part of, of community. And I think that's, uh, one of the, the tangents that I see or the, the messages I see in all of this is that, that in order for people to battle their own mental health, to help community with mental health, we need community, which is uh, getting together, doing things together. And then when we have role models like you in the community that say, oh, I'm going to focus on your abilities and and try and further your life apart from just being a waiter uh, or, or whatever job it may be, uh, that's community because you're, you're helping, you're being a mentor to those 20-year-olds that have their own ambitions, like you were saying. And I think that's amazing, dude. Uh, you know, one of the, the things that we really appreciate about living in Whistler is is our community with like so Shay's is a friend of mine uh we've got another we're a group of friends that have ex-soccer player ex-football player app developer uh, uh gold medalist uh or, and and hippie me uh yeah. that <laughs> that yeah. like to do that that like to get together and one of the really cool things is that our kids are growing up together in this community in my case family is very far away so my family becomes my friends that are in the community and and our 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 pool at the building and all the kids hanging out uh i think it's i think it's really special and i and i think that that's one of the things that people that are battling with own with mental health or their own mental health is is to get out in the community to see people Mm -hmm. to talk to people to to uh do activities for my for my own self uh you know when i'm when the brain fog comes in and the 
the the lack of motivation. It's I get out there and and I particularly like you said is pushing limits and getting to do activities that that make me feel uncomfortable sometimes, and that's what makes me grow the grow the most. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I I think uh, I think you're a great part of the community, Mr. Shea. Sure, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think the uh, you know something that obviously is extremely inspiring about you and your family is uh, is really your your like uh, wherewithal to go out and do those really uh, you know um, adventurous, <laughs> risky, however you want to articulate it. Yeah, fucking badass. And, ah, thanks, uh, dude. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna say you're badass because, but you're basically the mule for the true badass. Your your partner there and your two your three kids who are now just becoming so comfortable in their own skin outside and uh, you know what else? Well, well here's you know, a ta- but, tangent story with with you where. Um, uh, your partner, she was going to come meet us and the waves that, so, um, wife, my, my, yeah, my wife and the, the kids and I were camped on this lake and the conditions on the lake were okay, uh, in the morning and some summertime. And we expected that, uh, a friend of ours, um, Shay's partner was going to come with, with the kids, uh, and paddle to us. And we thought, oh, the lake's super calm, not a problem. But as the day wore on, the wind started kicking up and, and the waves started to get, uh, really rough. And, uh, and Shay calls me, he's like, what do you, what your honest opinion, <laughs> should she go cross yeah. that lake, uh, on a day like today? And, and it was no, you know, because as much as people see our stuff is like, oh, they're just canoeing on a lake across a lake. Certain 20, minutes, scenari- 20 minutes down the road. Yeah. Yeah. 20 minutes down the road from home. So you feel safe because it's in the general vicinity. But, uh, but as they say, shit can go really wrong really quickly. And, yeah. uh, and they, she also had a new dog with her. So it was like handle two kids, a dog and windy waves. And then there's this part of the lake has like a wood beam that crosses it that you have to get over. Um, so we thought, you know, I, I said in all honesty, no, I, I don't, I don't think it's the day for it. I would, I wouldn't recommend it because yeah. you, you tip and everybody could die of hypothermia, even though you're on a local lake close to home. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. and I think I remember that conversation very, very well. Cause you were kind of like, you know, you were kind of being like, I'm open to it. Like I'll, I'll help or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And, I, and then you sent me like the, the three passes that needed to happen. I just said, nope. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and and I'm, you know, like in all transparency, like I'm not the most like adventurous soul when it comes to hiking and overnighting and camping. Like I never grew up doing that stuff. Yeah. Um, and like I, you know, my risk is in business, like crazy ideas and stuff. Like yeah, absolutely. You know, starting snowball fight companies. Um, yeah. But like that moment, like Devin's definitely one of those people who's like a little bit more gregarious in that regard, uh, and and good honor, and like I I love it and. Uh, but that was a moment where, you know, as a partner, uh, you know, co-parenting at this point in our lives is yep. I just said, no, like I just said, you don't have canoe experience. Like, you know, you got two kids, you know, like if it was, a, a, you know, a kayak and it was on a lake you knew and whatever, like I would totally be like, yo, and like I could personally get there. Yeah. But like you're telling me like I, you just no. showed me the passes and I said, yeah. no, like this is not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the, the best part about the whole situation 
is that I had the canoe on the right. back of my truck. So I was yeah. like, you're not going. Like, it's, you can't just, like, go to the lake and go. Like, I have the canoe. So, yeah. And and so, uh, and yeah. she's, de- Dev's, like, extremely independent. And, and I thought she had all the abilities to do it. But there's the, and that's why I was like, yeah. And then at the same time, I was like, no. <laughs> and, then, yeah, yeah. and then and then I was torn between that. But but uh, I'm glad that, uh, that we made that decision because, uh, you know, scenarios where a canoe does tip. And, and probability is everything would have been fine. Yeah. But in that 20% chance that something isn't fine and uh, kids get hypothermic and die and things like that, well, no. So so it was just, just wasn't worth the risk. But I guess all of this to say that uh, it's it's pretty neat that in this community we're able to be a bit more honest with each other and be like, hey, man, I don't know about this today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and, 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 you know, it's the same thing as, you know, being up on the mountain and, uh, you know, knowing everyone's uh, – Abilities, abilities. yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I, like I said, I'm fairly, I'm like an on mountain in inbounds type of guy, but I like to go. Yeah, and uh, we like we have we have an overdue backcountry trip. Legit, legit, and I would only yeah. go with you because I'm a little bit of a pussy, right? But, uh, <laughs> and uh, but the, you know, in, in all regard, like my uh, my respect for you guys is it's it's unending, and and I think uh, you know there's so much to be learned to to really like put yourself in a good position with the right gear and yep. put yourself in, in a good position with the proper planning and trusting your intuition uh, and really just like, you know, starting small and going big in the end. And, and that's kind of where, you know, I've gone. It's like I started with a, like, you know, hosting a men's event. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to throw axes at this event. And I'm going to like one insurance. And then I was yep. like hosting, you know, monthly events. And then I was you know, doing yeah. corporate event axe throwing groups. And then I was doing retreats and fitness. And then now I'm like literally every single day is a corporate event and a retreat. But the difference is I don't have to go anywhere. It's all yeah. here in Whistler. Brought and to you. Yeah. It's, it's everyone's. And, and that was just me growing my confidence through yeah. time, uh, to get to the point where now literally I'll do a pride event last night. I'll do a corporate event tomorrow. I'm doing a kid's birthday party this afternoon. Uh, yeah. On Monday, we'll host the the twenty year olds. You know, there's a retreat in two weeks. There's a, a conference in a month, and it's like it doesn't really sound like you're busy at all. Well, you know, <laughs> bro, so so what's the future hold for for first off? What's your Instagram handle, Shay? It's at Shay S H E A E M R Y Emery. And uh, if you want to check out the snowball fights, it's Avalanche Blitz. Avalanche Blitz. Super, super. So yeah. what's the future have in hold? What's your, your goals for 2022 um, in, in this life extraordinary that you live? Well, to be completely honest, it's about organizing the nitty gritty details of my life. Uh, you know, because there's so much going on, I have a business in Vancouver and, and uh, as well. And, you know, two kids and, uh, you know, I've had 20 concussions. So I've, you know, hit my head yeah. up against the wall. So I'm, I'm kind of discombobulated in life. I'm really trying to go back down to my foundation, my roots. Yeah. Through fitness, through financial organization, through, you know, just like the, my gear organization and really just like clean it up so I can have mental bandwidth because, you know, going macro and looking 30,000 feet up, you know, we have uh, a, a short term lease here at the Racket Club. And uh, the, the vision is to basically build, uh, you know, an, uh, a new age, like state of the art, uh, kind of like spaceship vibe uh, uh, sports facility oh, that sweet. has... 
basically all the essences of what we've talked about today with the Racket Club, but just in like a brand new iteration of it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I think I've told you this before, but like I want to open a snowball fight experience, like a paintball range in warm countries all over the world. So I'm just thinking, uh, <laughs> Wait a second. How does that work? <laughs> uh, it's all science, bro. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you basically think about the Dubai uh, ski hill, but you think yep. about a paintball range with snowballs and, you know, snowboard jibs and stuff and really just trying to get, uh, you know, my a new concept off the ground that uh, that is, uh, you know, something that's a legacy for my family. Amazing, dude. Amazing. Well, I, I look forward to hopefully, uh, well, to, to not hopefully, to watching that journey uh, as it's been super cool to watch the journey both in your life and of uh, you with the kids as well. And, uh, and I hope that we'll have some backcountry adventures sooner than later, maybe as soon as I'm back from Africa. Yeah, well, that sounds like an amazing trip. If you haven't, if you haven't uh, interacted with my man, Roberto, he's, uh, he's going to keep you laughing. <laughs> One thing that we always connected on is that him and I, when we get into a conversation, it's like, oh, we're like, we're like soul brothers because you don't yeah. stop talking and neither <laughs> do I. So it works well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We got we got the vibe, and uh, and I could keep this going for another few hours because you and I would be chatting, chatting. But I do know you have uh, this awesome biz to keep running, and yep. I have two. Uh, I have two. I have three kids that are probably <laughs> screaming at me next door, and uh, and there we go. So thanks for coming uh, today, Shay, and hope to have you back on again, and and uh, wishing you always the best. Always appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that was the one, the only, Shay Emery, ex-pro football player, ex-man, entrepreneur, super dad, and uh, I'm very grateful for having him on board today. Uh, I'm Thank you to everyone for jumping in uh, to listen in. I know most people will be listening in after we post it, but don't forget for future, you're welcome to call in uh, anytime and ask questions of any of our guests as well. And uh, and we'll see you next time because I got to get ready to pack up for my trip to Africa. I'm Roberto for the Expeditioners. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>